what you used to. Right? This is what you Good evening and welcome to the Brown Paper Bag. God dang it, I'm messed up already. This is terrible. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's start this over again. Yo, we live. We live in this Mickey Ficky. Oh. What's happening? What's happening? What up, doe? As we say from Flint, Michigan. What up, doe? Well, throughout Michigan as a whole. That's our, our greeting. I'm your boy, Inspires the Block. You know where to find me at. Inspires the Block on uh, Twitter, IG. That's the handle. Uh, also, what? G Phrase on Libre TV. You know, Correct the Felon Podcast. Correct. The big deal. And uh, I'm always joined with my guy, my brother from another mother. Go ahead. What's going on, man? Uh, you know, broadcasting live again from uh, Iron Man's basement. Uh, I think I got some decent Wi-Fi tonight. We're going to find out, you know what I mean? So hopefully uh, Verizon, you know, do your thing tonight, Verizon. So uh, hopefully we can get through the whole show. Uh, but it's your boy, Saul G. You can follow me at Twitter on 50 Shades of Saul G, or you can follow me at Libre TV at Solomon. You know what it is. Uh, Brown Paper Bag Podcast on Monday, Purple Pill Politics on Wednesday, Kamikage Show on Saturday, and correct the felon podcast on Sunday. That's right. What's going on? Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm stuck in a catch twenty two, bro. I, and what I'm, would that be? Uh man, my lions, man. I don't know if I want to support them no more. Man. <laughs> Is this what you talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. I'm 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 dedicated, but for the years I've always been dedicated to the jersey. Okay. Right. Of always, but since we didn't have Matthew Stafford, this is the first time I've been, you know, dedicated to a player. And for as long as I can remember, this is the only time we've had a franchise quarterback other than Scott Mitchell back in the 1990s. Okay. Right. In between right. there, they were just bust. You know, they was someone was okay, someone was terrible. Like John Kittner was terrible. Uh, uh, what's the one, the one dude? Um, me and you talked about Joey Harrington was terrible. Um, I can go down a list, man, of, of you know, subpar quarterbacks until we got Matthew Stafford. And so, um, you know, I'm 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 trying to decide if I'm going to become a Rams fan, man. And and, you know, dip on my boys, cause it's it's really about that time. Yeah, well, um, yeah, man, I feel bad for you, you know. Well, luckily, you know, I mean, I mean, y'all got rid of the quarterback you wanted, but we still got the one that I don't want in Atlanta. So, um, you know, the season is still young. But uh, anyway, man, let's go ahead and get to to the, to you know, what we always do, man. So this is the first time joining us, man. It's the Brown Paper Bag Podcast. So it wouldn't be the Brown Paper Bag Podcast 
without your brown paper bag. So, uh, G. Fraser, uh, what you sipping on tonight, there, good sir? Man, I'm I'm still with the original, man. This for some reason I just like the beer, and uh, this the Corona. Also, okay. too, I'm 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 throwing something out there. Uh, I'm about to go in, after this show, or after tonight. I'm gonna go into a detox for a while, man. Mm. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you had the green tea last night. I was like, man, yeah, you know, um, you're missing you some kombucha to the house, man. You you want the super tea? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll try it. Okay, yeah, no doubt, I'm, man. I, yeah, well, about, go ahead. No, I want to say I'm definitely about to quit the cigars, and uh, okay. the beer the beer triggers the cigars, so I got to put down the beer for a while to just let it all go, man. Let it all go. Okay, just the beer, okay. the beer, just for a while. Well, I got you. I got you. Well, you know, see, since you saying that, man, I'm just gonna let you know. Uh, see, it's kind of amazing how that that works. See, man, I, I ordered tonight, man. I'm not even doing no kombucha, man. Uh, I forgot something before we started the show, man. Happy Black History Month, sir. How you feeling? Woo, 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 Happy woo. Black woo uh, man, well, you know, Black History 365 days, but you know, this only thing they give us. So, oh, cool. You you, th you think you think it's gonna be better than uh than last year? Oh yeah, last year was terrible. I mean, we, it, yeah. you know, it, Black History Month started with the death of Kobe, and then uh, I think a bunch of other shit happened in between. So Deontay Wilder like, got knocked out. Yep, yep. Trump got impeached. Well, impeached, but uh, found not guilty. I mean, it just was a, it was a snowball effect. That twenty twenty was just horrible. So, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So let, let let let's try to start off. You know, since it is the first day of Black History Month, man. Let's try to start off Black History Month way better than we did in 2021. So, right. um, man, I, I don't even want to waste no time tonight, man, because I, I, I saw the timeline that, and I saw the, you know, a lot of women came, well, not a lot, you know, people came through and was looking at the post that I put up, and I put this picture up, right? So, I put this picture up, and I said, this is what we're talking about on the show tonight. And that is housewife or a working wife. And then it was in capital letters, what do men want? Okay. It wasn't, you know, for, for people to come in and say, well, you do this or you do that or you do this. It was a question asking about uh, what do you think men want? So we're going to start it out light. We're going to start it out light, man, because, you know, it's going to get a little bit serious in a while, but we're going to start it off, like I said, just real light. Um, when, when, you, when, when, Let's you know, like I said, we both married, whatever the case may be. When you were looking for a young lady back when you was in your single days, right? How important was a career to you? For for the female? Yes, sir. I was in the dating phase. It was critical. Okay. It was, it was critical because uh, I. Do you want me to expound, or you just want me to leave it right there? No, I, I want you to expound. I, I need, I need to know the, the the tea, man. Let me get it. Let me hit it. Well, when we dating, it's like I don't feel like it's my responsibility to 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 take care of no woman until I know that this is what we're going to do. Dating is just that mm -hmm. dating. You're trying to figure each other out. It's like, you know, it's like court, right? And I I know all too well about court. When you go to court and you go through a trial, <laughs> right? Trial phase. <laughs> Both parties present evidence, you know, and in this case, why why they're compatible. Okay. Right? So the guy's putting up, you know, why he think that, you know, this lady should, you know, be with him and, and the lady putting up evidence why, 
you know, uh, she should be with him, you know, vice versa. And so I okay. think that in that moment, I think that it's good because it may not work out. I don't want to be, you know, shacking up with no woman that ain't doing nothing and it ain't going to work out. Because for one, I'm not moving with her. Especially if I'm the guy, okay. I'm, a, I'm a man, so I'm going to work. I'm going to make some money. I'm going to have some money come through. So I don't want to be shacking okay. up and then uh, it, it, it turned out to be a bus. And now you want to talk about you want to leave with my TV and shit. No, no, we're not doing that one. You should have had your gig together <laughs> and came in with it. So Okay. So, okay. Uh, oh, you think you got my access to my car? No. You got to have your own bread. Okay. So we're talking about the dating phase. You say that it was very important, you know, to have a career just because I guess like you say, during the dating phase, um, the way I look at the dating phase is it's an investment, right? Uh -huh. Like I'm putting money out here. I'm, I, you know, is when you're going out, you're doing all these different things. You're investing in the young lady that you're dealing with because you want to see if number one, I always say you can always make money, but your time you can never get back. So my biggest thing when I was single, I was like, yo, don't waste my time because my money I can get back. You understand what I'm saying? But my time, that's a very difficult thing to, to try to just waste. So, um, I, I'm on, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. When I was dating, um, I thought the career was one of the, the the last things that I wanted to 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 hear about when I would be on a date. The first thing I want to hear, I'm more about what's your personality like, and all those other things. But I do understand what you're saying because of you know the investment and things that you're making. You want it to be um, you know somewhat reciprocated because if you don't you'll go broke. Like you said, you'll go broke dating people and then you'll still be by yourself. So um, let, let, let's keep moving. So from the dating phase to the relationship phase, right? Did it ever change for you? Because you say it started off as being something that was important. Did it ever switch back for you? Did it, it was did. it like, okay, just dating, it's here and then there, but yeah, go ahead and uh, expand on that for me. No idea because once you start really getting into a relationship and you you both have come to the collective consensus that this is what you're about to do, now you have to start factoring in, you know, the future. Our kids are going to be involved. For example, with me, um, I didn't have any biological children, so when I got with my wife, she already had children, but she was like, Okay, yeah, we can I, I can do one more. So in that at in that point, at that point is when, you know, I decided, well, we have a child. Um, I want you to be home with the child. Okay. You know, I, I want my child to be raised properly. I don't want daycare to do it. I don't want school to do it. I want my child to be raised properly. I know I'm going to be out hustling. I know I'm going to be out there, you know, taking care, bringing, making sure we have our substance covering. But I want to make sure that the child is properly taken care of. And so that's when mine started to switch and just so happened to me, my wife got pregnant that's when it, it, it switched. She became a full-time housewife, and I took care of the stuff like I normally would do. No. Yeah, um, I think, like I said, I think it all depends on what you establish is going to be that baseline, right, um, of how you want, um, of how you want your, um, your relationship to go. So... I think that number one, you got to set those guidelines. You got to set those ground rules because when you were dating, uh, when you was courting your wife, did um, did y'all ever talk about working and um, 
you know, kind of sort of the, the I don't, I guess the simple way apart, did y'all talk, discuss, like, if it gets serious, what type of roles we're going to be playing, both of them going to work, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, or was it just, we'll, get, we'll, we'll address that when we get there? No, we had a discussion about it because our roles, and I said this on previous episodes before, our roles are spiritually based. Like, we have right. a real guideline to how we function in our, in our relationship, and it's, and it's spiritually based. So that was good because we didn't we didn't want to try to figure this thing out. You know, um, I had been to prison for a long time. You know, she was used to doing her, but when we got together, we both were very spiritually based, still are. And we wanted that to be the standard on how we functioned in the relationship. Yeah, I think that's that's something that's very important that you need to establish early um, in a relationship. I could just say when I was dating, um, I made sure that I got the point across that with people I was dealing with, like, you know, I think very early in the dating phase, you need to make uh, whatever plans you have in life known early, because if you don't, uh, you know, you'll be six months, a year, two years down the line, and then you'll realize that this person is not somebody you want or y'all have different ideas about how y'all want the relationship to function. So my main thing and what I did was I would just let them know, you know, off tops, you know, if a career is very important to you, you know, you, you, your, your main focus is, you know, I guess, you know, building a business, um, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, if you will, uh, then, you know, we're probably not going to be compatible because that's not what I'm looking for. What I was looking for was somebody who told me the number one thing on their mind was family. And people say, well, I can do both. And I say, well, you really can't. And I think sometimes people want to give themselves the benefit of the doubt and believe that they can do all these great things. And it doesn't mean that if you have a job or if you have a good career that you can't take care of your kids and you can't take care of your husbands. However, um, if that is your only thing that you are doing is taking care of your kids and your husband, then you have an advantage because you don't have the distraction or even the stress of having a job. Mm -hmm. And I would just further on go on and say that I think that this is where there is a, a big disconnect, right? The big disconnect is, and I get it because when women are single, they have to work unless they got a trust fund or unless they got a way that they can um, maintain themselves uh, without working, right? They maybe might mm -hmm. be in school or whatever the case may be, so they don't work. But I fully understand that it, once you graduate college, if you're not married or even if you never went to college, once you get out of high school, once you leave your parents' house, a job is necessary. Mm -hmm. But the question that I always ask, you know, when I was dealing with somebody, I would say, well, what's the end game for you as far as your job is concerned? You know, is how important is your job to you? Because I was like, you know, I'm a man. I'm always going to work. You understand? I'm always going to have some way to bring in some money. I'm always going to be doing something. But you as a woman, do you do you want to work up until you have kids? Do you want to work up until, you know, this forever you'll take a break. We can put the kids in daycare, private school. Let's do those different types of things. But I think when we start deciding on whether you want the work woman or whether you want the the, the quote unquote housewife, that's when um, I think there's a big disconnect. 
especially in black relationships. Um, what do you think? Do you do you feel like there's a disconnect between what black women want as far as their careers go and what black men want as far as their women go? Do you think there's a uh, there's kind of sort of disconnect in the community right now? Yeah, I do. I think that people come into the relationships or marriages or whatever. I think they don't once again, they don't talk or communicate properly as to what is that what each other want in this relationship, especially when it comes to the role of the man and the woman. They just assume that it's going to be this way. You know, a guy is going to assume that his woman is going to be like this, and the woman is going to assume that her guy is going to be this certain way. And I think that that caused a lot of friction in the long term because it was never established in the beginning which role y'all were going to play. And I think that's all based on communication. What's mm-hmm. that saying? Uh, communication removes all misunderstandings. So, like, for example, with myself, right. I'm going to let you know what I'm about. I'm going to let you know how I'm going to function in this relationship. And don't try to change me in the process of that. I'm letting you know out the gate. Yeah. If you can't rock with it, then that's that. But this is what I am going to do. This is who I am going to be. Don't try to change it because I told you in the beginning, this is what it was about. I'm the big deal. You know, so that, okay. that's, that's it. So what do you say? Okay, so then I'm, I'm, I'm going to follow up with you. What do you say to the, to the woman who says, well, you believe you're a big deal, but with my help, I believe we could become a bigger deal together. And I want to be able to make, you know, make some bigger aspirations than maybe what you have planned for your life. Do you, how do you feel if a woman tells you and you say, uh, you know, hey, hi, my name is Corey. Um, this is my job. This is what I do. I live a, a, a happy life. I'm comfortable. You understand what I'm saying? And then she turns around and says, well, that's great. But how about you, you start your own business and you do this and she has like maybe greater aspirations than possibly you have for yourself. Is that something that you like? Would you just prefer that she just accept you how you, you know, I guess you currently are? Or do you think there's nothing wrong with a woman who's saying that she wants her man to, I guess, have aspirations or whatever the case may be to be greater than what he currently is? What do you think? Um, I'm, I'm for it. You know, not just out the gate, though. What I'm for is if I'm comfortable in my life, then allow me to evolve. Don't force it on me. Don't try to force it down my throat. You know, I believe the greatest room in the world is room for improvement. So I believe that everybody can improve in different uh, spaces and spheres in life. But don't force it. If it's something that I don't want to do, I'll let you know eventually. But I'll entertain the idea if it's a good idea and if it's compatible to what I want to do in life. Yeah, and so that's how I look at it. I, I can listen to that. I can entertain that conversation, but don't try to force that change on me if it's something that I'm not down with. Let me evolve into the idea, and then we'll go from there. If I don't evolve into the idea, it is what it is. I'm cool where I'm at. Yeah. Um I, I think the, the the one thing that, that kind of used to bother me, and we're going to get to that in a second, because I think that's one of the biggest aspects of the work wife versus the housewife part is going to be financial, right? So uh, about, wow, it's 2021 now, so almost 13, wait, wait, 
13, wait, 14 years ago, I was teaching in the public school system, right? And, you know, I was I, I was working with the kids and, you know, I thought I was, you know, doing something to, to, to help improve, you know, the community and working with the, the young people and working with the young men. And I was able to play an active role in so many lives and all these other things, right? But I remember when I would go out and date and women would say like, oh, you're a teacher. Like, and then some of the responses I would get was like, oh, that's so cute. I'm like, that's cute. What do you mean that's cute? My job is cute. My career is cute. You know, oh, that's so nice of you to work with the children. And you know, oh, we need more black men in the public schools to work with these kids. And I'm sitting there thinking like, I hear what you're saying, but you don't really sound enthusiastic. Like the fact that you found out like I'm a teacher or something like that, because I was like, look, my salary is public. You understand what I'm saying? I made right around 45 grand a year. It's no secret. I was cool. I was living my best life when I was a teacher. I ain't had to work during the summers. I got all my um those holidays off. I was chilling. Any day I didn't want to go to work, guess what you do? Sub finder, boom. And you good, right? I mean, it was it was it was a great gig. But then all of a sudden, as I kept trying to date these women, right? I was like, a lot of these women ain't taking me seriously. And I'm like, why is that? And now that's because I want to transition into what I feel like is that biggest factor when it comes to the work wife versus the housewife. This is financial, right? Because I think a woman who makes more money than a man will not and will refuse to be a housewife if her significant other is making less money than her. What do you, mm -hmm. do, you do you agree with that or you disagree? Or what do you think about that? No, I agree with that because, I mean, I saw it firsthand with my mother and my father. Right, okay. my mother, my mother, man. When you when you compare the incomes, <laughs> my mother was the sun, my daddy was the candle. It, that shit didn't even even out, right? Uh -oh. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was a big difference, like a big difference. I mean, just and she would always throw that in his face, like try uh -huh. to beat down his ego because she, you know, she made good money annually, and he was just a hustler off the back of his truck. I mean, he was never broke. Right. He always kept money in his pocket because his truck was his job. And he always got up every morning, dipped out and came back with bread, you know. And so, you no, know, I think that, um, you know, that that can be a problem, man. If, if you don't understand um, each other in the beginning of the relationship, because like you said, like when you was a teacher, they were like, oh, that's cute. But they looked down on it as if, you know, that wasn't a skill in a trade. Right. Like I think that part, that, that part, people be focused so much on the money, they don't look at actually what you're doing. You yeah. Know? And and then it, it, it's, it's and, and you know, you can come at me or you can come after me in the chat on the thing. You can call in live and disagree with me what you want. But when <laughs> when it, when they had that cliche saying there are no black men in education, that's why. Because black men realize like, oh, you don't care nothing about me trying to do some good you worried about my pockets so if my pockets ain't around six figures like you want then that teacher just sometimes just ain't good enough so i think that's the reason why you don't see no black man teaching because they don't make enough money to get the type of women and just women period that they would probably be able to get if they had a job making more money shit it's a fire ass teachers out there it's a fire ass female teacher so there's there's the the field well, well, we talking about, but 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 I'm gonna tell you, them teachers, right? Because they know the deal. 
the teachers ain't trying to mess with you either because they know how much money you make. Uh, that's some bullshit there. Yeah. That you'll find that that Mary. You understand? I mean, somebody's gonna be like, oh, well, I know so and so. I'm not saying it never happens. What I am saying is that it's not common for two teachers to get together because even though it makes sense in my brain, but it's it's to me a rare occurrence only because especially we talk about black people, you got two black, he better be a principal, you know, because principals make six figures. See, if you run a school, you'll be all right. But if you're just a teacher, they 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 not trying to rock with you. So I think the financial aspect of relationships is 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 a really really big deal. Uh, like I said, um, if you're watching out there, like I said, you're watching on Libre TV or you're watching us on Periscope right now. Like I said, we're gonna open up the phone lines for the the next couple of minutes just to see if anybody wants to call in and say their comments live or they have something that they might agree to disagree with. But we're just gonna keep focusing on this uh, financial aspect because I believe it's very important. I think it's something that needs to be discussed because, honestly, in my opinion, I believe there is too much of a focus on uh, the financial aspect. And a lot of women end up being single for an exterior, for an extended period of time because they're so focused on one aspect of a man. And that is how much money does he make? And if he doesn't meet this certain income requirement, then you would, a lot of women just choose to stay single or they keep trying to go for men who are making, you know, $100,000 or better. That's um, terrible. Explain. Well, I mean that I understand that women like, you know, security. But that shouldn't be the ultimate prerequisite of being in a relationship with a man is his financial status. Like, if you, if you meet the right guy and he's into you, he's going to make sure that you have the world. But if you're going to gun him down, even though he meets all those check marks except for that one because he's making 30000 a year, 40000 a year... You gunning down based on that alone, man. Get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. Go on. Yeah, I, I, I think that. Go. Yeah, no, I I agree because I think that's that's the that's the problem right now because especially in the black community, the women, uh, when it comes to education and things like that, when it comes to careers, they are now shifting into a different side. Like now they're making more money normally than the men. Um, like I said, they're focused on their careers. They're getting married later, not younger. So because of all these different reasons, that money becomes a huge factor. And that's the point that I always sit there and I think to myself, like, if you find a good man, right, let's say you find a man, he's a uh, he's a plumber. You understand what I'm saying? Plumber makes 60, 65. He could be an electrician, a little blue collar guy, right? And he, mm. he making 65, 70 grand a year. And you meet him. And then as soon as you meet him, you start to try to change him. Because you're like, oh, well, you're a plumber. Well, let's open up this plumbing business. And I'm going to help you market your plumbing business and get your business plan. And he's just like, I'm just happy being a plumber. Why is it that sometimes some women go out of their way to try to change the man? If he's content with being a plumber, right? then you need to accept him as a plumber. And if he's a plumber from now until eternity, you should be happy. Otherwise, right, you trying to say, well, we got a plumbing business started. What if the plumbing business go, you know, goes under? And y'all ain't making no money. Like, imagine yeah. if you was pushing that 
right? You understand what I'm saying? You was pushing that man to start a plumbing business. And let's say he started the plumbing business in February of last year, right? He left his good 15-year plumbing job, and he went and started his own plumbing service right before the pandemic, and that thing went under. Now y'all don't have no money, and now y'all got problems. Because he problems. said, I was happy being a plumber. You wanted me to start my own business, and then look, this whole pandemic thing happened, and now we sitting here arguing with each other with no money, you know, waiting on a stimulus check, check and hoping we don't get evicted. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's one of the, the biggest issues that is found in relationships because um, I think it's that uh, one. I think I think you. OK, this is another question I got. Do you believe women still think they can change a man in 2021? Yeah. Yeah. The, and, and, and the reason why the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. <laughs> right. They think that oh, well, that's the one word you won't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a song that popped in my head, so that's how I went. The power of the P. Oh no, nah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so I think I that was you, uh, 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 my man from the Lunas somewhere in the West Coast, old West Coast cast. But yeah, they think that that is the mechanism that is going to change the guy. Just sex, not any form of inspiration, because keep in mind, like. You know, and I'm, and I'm and don't get it twisted. I'm not broad stroking all women, right? I can only use mm -hmm. my point of reference. And when it comes to that, women don't know how to be tactful when it comes to actually getting a man to evolve. Like they just beat down his ego. You sitting there working for this guy? You could be doing your own thing. We could be. We wouldn't even have these problems if you were just. You know, it's like hold on, I don't want to hear that. No, if you wouldn't spend so much, we'd be good. You know, if you didn't need the, the Birkin bags, if you didn't need the all the stuff that the stupid celebrities be rocking, we'd be good. You know, or the stuff that you see on television. So, you know, I, I just think that they need to learn to be more tactful when it comes to trying to inspire a man to be great. I mean, I really believe that there's no successful man without a successful woman behind him. Like, if you look, if you go down the line of celebrities or people that we would consider successful, there was some woman back there. But she knew how to inspire and motivate him. Like, you know, women got the habit too of Tennessee, okay, when a guy decides to, all right, I'm about to I'm about to try this out. I'm about to do this. But now when he's spending too much time doing it, it's a problem. It's like, hold on, what what the fuck? Like you wanted me to do this. Now you feel like I'm doing it too much. And it's like when it requires the time and energy to do it, which one do you want? Do you want me to come live with you or you want me to work on this business that you've been trying to push me to get? Now I got the motivation for it, the inspiration. Now you talking about some? Hey, uh, you been doing that too much? You don't give us no time no more. Me and the kids, it's all about what you trying to do. It's like, oh my god, I can't win. What, what, what the fuck? So yeah, I, I think I think finding that balance is 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 the key. But to me, it's still a very difficult thing. Like, um, like for example, my job, right? My job pays well, but it's like that time. You 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 know how it is, man. My time is like limited. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, once again, it's like, do you want me to make one fourth of what I make now and be home every night? Or do you want me to keep making what I'm making right now? And like we set a goal of like, you know, a couple of years down the line, I ain't going to be doing this no more. But I think those are, that's the balance that you have because then you start to get the complaints about well, when you coming home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I, you know, like you said, man, hey, bro, you need to, you, you got to remind me sometimes, like, bro, you do realize you got a home and a whole, whole family, <laughs> right? Because I'll be like, man, I'll be out here trying to get it, right? Yeah, but, yeah yours is a little different. Right, yeah, I know mine a little different. But I'm working from home. I, I'm working from home. You in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and... <laughs> Canada and shit like that, man. So yours, there's no telling where you at the day, from the next day. So yours a little different, right? But that's what I'm saying. But I do have local options, right? But if I take a local options, it's going to decrease my income significantly. So it's a situation where you know uh, when you get somebody adjusted to a certain way of living, a certain you know, like you say, when when you, when, you, when you got a woman and she don't she don't pay for nothing. And you know she she's on salary and all the rest of that stuff, and it's like, look, you good with all of this, but <laughs> if you start talking about I want some more time or I want some more this, hey, okay, now now it's like okay, now we got to start to go have some some stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Because if I come home, I find me a little local spot. It ain't gonna be what I'm making right now, and I think that's where like you got to have that understanding with with with, with whoever you're dealing with. Because, um, like you said before, you'll start to get complaints about, like you said, you want me to be, have these aspirations to create my own business. Now I start spending all my time trying to make all this money. And it's like, well, when are you going to be home? Well, when you own your own business, baby girl, I don't have time to be at home. I'm out here because we all we got at this point. Yeah, yes, especially especially in phase one of the business, you can't be home. You you got to be focused. Like even with me working from home, dealing with Middle Passes Media, I'm spending a lot of time in my in my studio with podcasts right. stuff like that. So, hey, when I come to bed, you better get it in then because <laughs> I got a, I got a short window. <laughs> I'm up right. at five. That, I'm up at five. So, right, and 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 that's my point. It's about finding that fine line because, like I said, a lot of times you'll have women who will want a man to basically have all these things that he's, in my opinion, incapable of doing. Because it's hard for me to be a good romantic husband who has a job that requires 80, 90 hour work weeks. But you want me to spend time with you, but you want me to get the bag, but you want me to play with the kids. And I'm like, <laughs> you got you got to pick a lane. You understand what got I'm saying? To. Both doing it, it, it's not really going to work. So nah. uh, I am team housewife, obviously. Um, you know, I'm not. And it's no it's no not to you if you're a career woman. I just say you should be a career woman, uh, um, in my opinion, as long as you don't have no kids or as long as you're not married or whatever the case may be. Because if you're unmarried with kids, then, yeah, of course, you got to worry to take care of your kids unless your child support check is nice. But at the same time in my opinion the way i wanted to establish the structure of my household my family is number one my kids are number one my wife is number one daddy daddy can come last i'm fine you understand what i'm saying i'm gonna work i'm gonna get out here and hustle i'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure excuse me my family is okay so mm -hmm. that's the way i wanted to structure my life so having somebody else that's really really focused on working that's really, really focused on a career. It's almost like we're not really going to have any time. You understand what mm. I'm saying? Like, because to me, I'm like, you know, when when I do come home, I'm like, I'm 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 sitting at home looking looking mad, man. You know, because I'm like, man, I done came off the road, and why why are you at work? You know what I'm saying? You supposed to take them days off. 
you know. So it's like I be sitting around here looking like the Grinch because I'm like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't drove all the way from New Jersey. Then I get home and you at work. So the little bit of time that I could spend with, it's like you spend that time working. So I get it because you know, occupy your time when I'm not available. But I ain't gonna lie, when I come home, I'll be like, all right, you need to tell the folks at the salon, you know, uh, you know, your boy's in town and uh we'll see you on Monday. You know what I mean? That, that's the way I look at it because it's not like her income or what she's making. It just go to all the stuff you're talking about, all these bags and shoes and body washes. And I just be like, man, what is all this junk, man? Every time I come home, it's something new in my house. It's, it's unrecognizable every time I come home. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I just think, like I said, I think um, that's one of the biggest disconnects that we have, man. Uh, what what do you, you, you got anything else on it, man, or, or what's up? I mean, uh, I just think that, you know, roles need to definitely be defined. You know, I think that relationships work out better once they go into it, uh, you know, from the beginning with the conversation, you know. And um, then you can make, a, you can make a, a decision as to how you are going to proceed in this relationship. You know, because sometimes, you know, women that get with a guy who, who is developing a business or who has a business, and still feel like, you know, he's spending too much time with the business, even though you want the six figures. Yeah. It's like you got, you got, in some instances, you just got to, you know, get in where you fit in at. If this is the lifestyle that you want to, want to live. So that, yeah. that's my, that's my thoughts on it. Hey, uh, cho choose wisely, women. <laughs> choose yeah. wisely. You know, you want the nigga yeah. home playing the game all the time or you want the nigga bringing in the bag? You have to choose which one you want. Yeah, or if you want the one that's getting the bag, you, you can't complain about him not being around because that is what you put at the forefront of the relationship. Mm -hmm. The bag was, was your number one priority. So if he's getting the bag and he's going 12, 13 hours a day to get it, it's going to be kind of weird if you start complaining about him not spending no time. Um yeah, man, I, I think let's, I, you know, like I said, uh, you know, we, we, we love to, uh, we're going to start, like I said, having a lot more call in shows and everything. And I apologize because for some reason, uh, the stream is not up on um, Libre TV. And I, I think I know why. And that would be my fault. But um, I got to, I'm going to fix that after we get off here. So if you try to watch it on Libre TV and it's not working, I know what's going on. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a new video software that's messing up the old video software. So uh, we're going to go ahead and have that fixed by the Purple Peel on Wednesday. But, uh, but yeah, man, that is, uh, that's all I got tonight, man. I was, you know, hoping um, uh, uh, somebody, you know, out there in the world was going was gonna to call in and we could have we could have had a little back and forth here, but it is what it is. So I'm going to let you um, go ahead and, you know, uh, get all your, uh, your shout outs there. And, uh, man, we're going to go ahead and shut it down. Hawks is playing the Lakers. So shout out to my Hawks out there. You know, we uh we we doing big things this year, man. So uh I'm gonna go ahead and watch this Hawks Lakers game, man. What you got? Uh right down the ticker, Middle Passes Media, you know, to all the ladies that's watching, you know, go get go get go go copy some merch so I can take my old lady out. You know, um <laughs> all the ladies that support the bag out there, you know, go ahead and help the brother get it. You know, because, uh, you know, hey, my wife like she don't care too much about about all that bougie shit, but she loves to travel. So come on, help your boy out. I'm trying to become self-sufficient. 
You know, hey, we, we doing this go. thing. You know, that's all I got. You know, yeah. once again, Middle Passage Media, go get you some good content, some unbiased news, uh, blogs, uh, gear. You know, you look good in it, by the way. Let me let me throw that out there. If you get you some Middle Passage Media, some hoodies, some shirts, you know, stuff like that, you look real good in it. Your, your drip will be real, real nice. So, holla at your <laughs> boy. And everybody have a blessed day on purpose. Okay, great. Yeah, like I said, um, man. We, oh, we, 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 we one, other thing, one other thing. One uh, other thing. This audio will be available Wednesday on iHeart. Um, damn, Spotify. Also, um, Apple Podcasts. And it's on a host of other ones. They, I don't really know none about them, but I just throw them up on there. You know, there's a bunch of, I guess, I, I don't want to dog them out. I was about to say some crazy shit, but uh, <laughs> those are the main three. <laughs> so... The audio will be available Wednesday, uh, Wednesday morning. You know, tap in. Subscribe, like, and comment. Okay. And share. Yeah, no doubt, man. I just want to tell everybody out there, man, we appreciate uh, all the support and love that we've been getting, you know, on the, on the two new platforms. Um, anytime y'all click on Middle Passes Media, anytime y'all click on Libre TV, anytime you watch the replays over there, uh, it's greatly appreciated because that just helps the numbers out. You understand what I'm saying? It's like... Instead of watching on Periscope, instead of watching on the platform that we used to be on, when you go over there and you watch the replay, drop some likes, drop some comments, you know. Uh, it's going to, like I said, the thing about it is it, it's a situation where we just look at everything as everything will have the potential to grow. Um, we're going to be back on Wednesday, Purple Pill Politics. Um, Saturday, Kamikage Show, you know, I'm still uh, rocking with Mawan Division. Until uh, something else comes out that I can, uh, we can talk about regularly. Um, then we're gonna have a corrected felon on um, uh, Sunday at 7 p.m. and all the time still, at 7 p.m. What's up? Still trying to work, figure out how I'm gonna do that Sunday because uh, it's Super Bowl. Oh, my man. bad, my bad. Super Bowl Sunday. No, 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 my bad. That was my fault. No, no yeah. corrected felon. Super Bowl Sunday. Well, man. well let me say this here. Beer, so, I think I think I might do a a, 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 a pre-recorded yeah and put it up. So I haven't decided yet, but I'll let okay. everybody know through Twitter throughout the week. Got you. Um, and uh, I guess I can go ahead and thank Big Paul for setting this up. But um, uh, we got I got a new show that I'm going to be premiering. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it this week or next week. I, I got my little intro working on. It. I'm waiting on dude to finish up with my little logo or whatever he going to do. But um, critical inception. Excuse me, man. It's going to be oh. the new show that's going to come on where, um, you know, uh, all of the things that, like I said, would normally get you kicked off of any major platform. It's going to be a Libre TV exclusive. So I got to make sure that we able to broadcast on Libre TV because I think, like I said, I think I know what it is. I'm going to go play with it after this. And we're going to make sure that when we do Purple Pill Politics on Wednesday that we are streaming live on Libre TV because uh, when I do this Uncle Hotep, uh, interview, it is it's gonna be insane, and we are talking are you about do, you, um, you doing it with Uncle Hotel. Yeah, man. Like I said, shout out to Big Paul for 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 putting a, a bird in his ear live on uh live on uh, Uncle Hotel factor to try to do it. But uh, yeah, okay. man, me and Uncle I, Hotel, and we're we're going to be talking about um programming in the black community through religion, politics, and feminism. So. It's gonna be a uh, yeah. Well, well, you know, well, I, I, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna, I wanna be on that one, man. 
I normally was gonna sit that yeah. show out because I plan I plan on being big time. I plan on having my own radio station or something in the future, so I don't need nothing to come back on me. Well, iHeartRadio don't want to give me that. Don't want to give me that check. So there you um, go. Cause, uh, but but I'll tap critical, in for that one. No doubt, man. Because the the thing about Critical Inception is, man, it's only gonna be available on LibreTV.co. You're not gonna be able to watch it on Periscope. You're not going to be able to watch it anyway. Because like I said, if we tried to put this conversation on Periscope, it would just probably have like a blurred line probably about five minutes in. So when you no, see... I'm on that the, one. Uh, I'm on that huh? one. I'm on, I'm on yeah, the normal so like one. Said, After that, I'm fading away. I'm fading back. <laughs> so when you see the, uh, the uh, whatever you call it, when you see the uh, the intro, you'll know like, oh, yeah, we about, we about to talk about some stuff. Because it's like I said, it is we're going to get deep, man. And then like I said, this one... That I'm gonna do with Uncle Hotep. It's just about things that we have to face, or just what we hear from the media, what we hear from our uh, our peers, what we hear from our parents, or lack thereof. What we hear, just period, that affects us as Black people. And I feel like those are the three major factors that are running through our community. Which, like I said, is feminism, uh, politics and uh religion so yeah that's gonna be a a crazy show with, with uncle hotel i'm still working to confirm that date but uh like i said it is in the works and um that'll be coming to you soon um i don't have anything else so i want to appreciate everybody for tuning in on twitter if you can check the uh the replay on libretv.co i will have that up probably in about mm, maybe an hour or so and i'll post a link on twitter but uh like i said uh You've been watching the Brown Paper Bag podcast, and it's not about who you. It's not about where you start. It's about who you finish with. And we've been in the Brown Paper Bag podcast. Y'all have a great week. <laughs> he can't never get his line.